Well, hello and welcome to the Bottom Line Me podcast. I'm Ian Allard, and today I have the pleasure of having an opportunity to have a conversation with Jordan Hancock. Jordan is on the front line at one of our old Republic Title offices. Thought it would be a great opportunity to sit and chat with him about what some of the challenges are for someone who is the first voice or the first face that a customer sees when they come into the office. So, Jordan, thank you so much for spending welcome, some time. Welcome, It's nice to be here as well. Yeah. Thank Good. you. Good. So, what is the biggest challenge you face out there on the front line? You have to really be on your toes. Um, you have to be kind of ready for anything. Ninety hmm. percent um, of the time, you're getting calls that are usually pretty amicable. You know, where people are just seeking information, and and that, and you're kind of directing them into the right areas. You know, listening is really crucial to this because you don't want to like all of a sudden like they were looking for somebody and then you kind of drop the call somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? And, and that. And another thing is, is that you don't want to keep them on hold forever either. Right. And you want to get the calls over as quickly as possible. You know, granted, like sometimes like through the years now, I've kind of like formed friendships with certain people in that through the phone, you know what I mean? You know, like I've never really seen them, but they know me from my voice and they always kind of like look forward to talking to me because I am kind of like a nice person. I listen, you know, I make a joke from here to there. It kind of makes their day too as well. So it's just being personable and treating that person, even though you can't see them as like somebody that's physically there. Interesting. What do you do if, if let's say, you know, the phone is ringing, but you have somebody at the reception desk. How do you make a decision about what to do? You know? So if it's something like that, I'll, I'll kind of like take a look at the call. And especially too, like since I've been here for a while now, I know who. Caller ID. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, who is calling. And so sometimes what I'll do is I'll just be like, I'll pick up the phone. I'll be like, hey, can you, would you mind holding for a brief moment? I have somebody here. Oh, sure. Right. right. You don't want to kind of like just be like, hi, can you be on hold, right? Right. You know, you kind of want to have something to like let them know that, oh, wow, I just kind of interrupted you. Well, you didn't really interrupt me, but let me put you on a brief hold here so I can, you know, see what's going on with this person that's at my front desk. It's a balance. I mean, I know I've had this experience. It's a (laughs) tightrope. But I think even for the customer, you know, I I may have been in front of somebody at, at a reception desk and I'm in the middle of a conversation and a phone rings and before I even finish the sentence, they're picking up the phone and it's like, wait a minute, (laughs) weren't we having a conversation? So I think that's probably one of the most difficult things that a a receptionist has to deal with is how do you juggle these, all these things at the same time? Like I said, it's a balancing act, right? But like after a while, you kind of get into like your headset is like you're always on, on, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you're ready for almost anything. Right. You know, there'll be times that I'll actually answer the call and and people are still having a discussion. Like they're they're almost like thinking that she's not going to pick up this quick. And then I'll catch the (laughs) the tail end of things and I'll kind of like... Oh, no, that's not me. And they're like, oh, I didn't realize you were on the phone. Oh, no, that's okay. Who are you looking for today? And so we kind of handle it that way, right? Yeah. But, and then, you know, and then obviously you're going to get like probably somebody too on the phone that maybe is not having a great day. Ah, uh, you were reading my mind. I was just going to ask you, how do you, right, how do, you right. deal with that? Um, well, you know, it's like in many ways, you know, you have to, you want to, like I learned one thing from this woman named Emily Lloyd uh, back in New York when I was working in New York. And she always said, never respond out of anger, 
always respond out of sadness. Well, that's interesting. So, and, and the reason why is like if, if, if you give something back to somebody that's anger, it's just going to escalate it and it's going to just be disastrous for both parties, right? Mm -hmm. But if you can actually sit there and listen to the person discussing and then kind of have some empathy for them, yeah. and that's really the key to this is that you can't be so robotic. You know, people have feelings, people are having bad days, and I have it kind of like, I guess, a unique way of always kind of turning it around and making them laugh about whatever it was that was like mm -hmm. upsetting for them. Yeah. And, and, and I'll even get some of those people that call me back again. And it's just like, I needed a laugh. So I called you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, you know, I always look at What's those. What's your number? I'm <laughs> right, right. 978. <laughs> um, but I always look forward to those kind of things because I see that as a challenge to make their day better instead of making it worse. Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of times in customer service, somebody's kind of already got a tone with them. They're going to give a tone back, and that whole kind of conversation is just not going to be as productive as it could have been, right? So if you're listening and you kind of see what they're saying, then you can kind of work with that and make them feel by the end of it that, like, whatever they were feeling in the beginning now has kind of left the conversation. They feel better about everything, and you're feeling good because you actually made somebody's day better, right? Right. You know, you took something that was like, you know, you know, if they give you lemons, you make lemonade, right? And in this case, I sweeten it a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. Any other thoughts or any, any other tips for anybody that works in the front line? You got to be very versatile. You, you're going to be wearing a lot of different hats. You know, you're just not there just to answer the phone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's other things that you're going to be doing throughout the day that, you know, if you plan on just sitting around, well, that's the wrong job maybe for you, right? Because you're gonna be doing different tasks yeah. and you're gonna be switching gears a lot. You know, you could be working on one thing and then maybe your boss is gonna come over and ask you to switch gears, mm -hmm. right? So you do that too. So you have to be flexible. I mean, honestly, flexible and versatile. Yeah. Uh, that, that, for me, that's like what I'm seeing kind of works in general and that's the kind of customer service that i like offering anyway is like i like problem solving right and i kind of like the challenges that go with that problem solving because it i learned something more about myself too at the end of that you know what i mean that's wonderful that's a great bottom line on our show we like to always end with what's the bottom line on whatever the topic is that um that we're discussing so bottom line us on being a customer service representative in the front line. What's the one thing that you want to make sure you always do? You always want to be positive. I mean, you always want to have a sense of like helpfulness and you're ready to kind of solve a problem. You know, if you're not really up to the task of solving a problem, then it's going to kind of go south quickly, right? Because a lot of these people that are calling are looking for answers. And if you don't have an answer, it's better to say that you don't instead of making pretend that you do. Because in the end, they're going to find out that you didn't have the right answer. And they're going to be like, well, that person told me this. You never kind of want to have that happen, right? You always want to make sure that whatever you're doing is like solving the problem, not creating more of it for them. Because they're looking for a solution. And they're hoping that you're going to be the solution to whatever they need, be it a policy, um, you know, trying to find somebody that they can't find, um, you know, just uh, endorsements or whatever. You know, they just want to make sure that you solve the problem, right, instead of kind of making it go further. Oh, awesome. 
Well, Jordan, thank you so much no, for spending you, some time with yeah, me no, today. No, I like spending been, time with you. It was great. <laughs> I feel like I've known you for years, and we've only just Past life. <laughs> and to our audience, I'd like to thank you all for joining us today. And as we always like to say at Agency University, may you continue to learn, grow, and prosper.